0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. Good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter, host of the State of California, along with Patty Rising and Brett Burkhardt. The three major candidates in the race to replace Diane Feinstein in the U.S. Senate continue to jockey for position.
0: After a late start, East Bay Congresswoman Barbara Lee seems to be gaining traction in her race against two better-known congressional colleagues.
1: You know, there's been so much focus on Feinstein herself. She continues to recover from shingles. She's absent from Washington amid growing calls for her to step down. Feinstein insists she will finish out her term, but... Democrats are frustrated with that, you know, without her vote on the Judiciary Committee, they can't confirm many of President Biden's judicial appointees in the narrowly divided Senate. So while that debate rages on, three members of the California Democratic congressional delegation are scrapping for donations and endorsements, setting up their campaign infrastructure and preparing for what will be a very hotly contested Senate primary just 10 months from this week. It's going to come up quickly. Representative Katie Porter of Orange County was first to declare she raised millions of dollars very quickly, She brandished the endorsement of Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren. Congressman Adam Schiff of Los Angeles came next. He has raised even more than Porter did, and he's collecting a pretty impressive portfolio of mainstream Democratic endorsements, including the backing of Nancy Pelosi. But now here comes Oakland's Barbara Lee, and she's quickly positioning herself as really the favored candidate of the progressives, Brett and Patty.
0: So who does Lee have in her corner now? And what does that say about the state of the race?
1: Well, it's interesting. She really is sort of uh, cornering the market on the progressives in the Democratic Party. She's got Ro Khanna. She's got the Bernie Sanders wing. She's got Mayor London Breed of San Francisco and Karen Bass of L.A. And she's got Ilhan Omar from Minnesota. She's got Pramila Jayapal, another member of you know, the, the progressive uh, women of color squad, if you will, uh, in, in the House. And they're all kind of lining up behind Barbara Lee, uh, which is interesting for her because this looks very much like a porter shift race. They're better known. They're big fundraisers. Uh, Lee isn't as well-known and doesn't raise a lot of money typically. But um, that whole wing of the party is getting behind her now. And if you think of this as a three-way race for two spots in a primary – Uh, to get into the general, um, Schiff started to move to try to get some of that progressive support, realized that was a lost cause for him. So he's focused on being sort of the moderate mainstream party guy. That leaves Porter and Lee to slug it out for that second spot, maybe, for the progressive lane. And Lee is, is really doing well in sort of positioning herself as the true progressive in the race. Lee is not well known in Southern California, Doug. And this got me thinking, do all those big name endorsements for her really help? They do in that in a crowded field where people are not that well known, having a familiar face on that mail or you get in your mailbox or in a commercial or out stumbling with you can make a big difference. Uh, You go back to, you know, the Oakland mayor's race where. Jerry Brown endorsed Libby Schaff and suddenly she was catapulted into first and became mayor for two terms. This is a little different because Schiff and Porter are so well-known in the Southland, and that's where so many of the votes are. But if you're a progressive or a person of color in another part of the state who doesn't know Barbara Lee that well, and you see that Mayor Karen Bass is campaigning for her and Mayor London Breed is campaigning for her and progressives from the, the House who you know better and, and like and admire are campaigning for her, it makes you give her a second look, which you might otherwise not. And I think that's the really big way it's going to help her, and it'll also give her some access to funding that she otherwise probably isn't going to have. I mean, she's far behind in fundraising, but having those people campaigning for her and and sending out fundraising appeals for her can help her close some of that gap.
0: Could that help her overcome the age disadvantage, having those big mayors, London Breed and Karen Bass, uh, throw their support behind her? Uh, Could that help her down on the Southland?
1: Yeah, I mean, remember, that is a disadvantage for her here. You know, what is the reason most people want Dianne Feinstein to call it a career because she's 89 and she's, you know, the oldest person in the Senate and not getting any younger. Uh, Barbara Lee's in her 70s. She's going to be 76 by the time uh, she'd be in the Senate. I mean, she's running against two people in their 50s. That that is really her big handicap. I think is that. Why are you going to replace someone who's in their 80s with somebody in their 70s if you want someone who can serve for a long time? Uh, you know, it worked for Joe Biden, arguing that he was sort of a transitional figure, and and Lee is going to argue, you know, make the same case that she's a transitional person to hold that seat for six or 12 years and and then move on. Uh, but I do think having that support will give people who might otherwise say, ah, no, no, I'm not interested in her, will give her a second look. Doug, how likely is it that two of these three Democrats advance to the general election in November of 2024? It's pretty likely. Um, you know, there's no major Republican in this race yet. We'll we we'll one step forward. Maybe Eric Early, who's a conservative attorney who ran for attorney general last year. He ran for attorney general uh, four years ago. He ran against Schiff actually for Congress in L.A. He's already announced he's running. But this is a guy who you know he'll say, "I'm not a politician," but this is his fourth try at office. So at some point, that argument you know doesn't it rings a bit hollow. But uh, he's the only sort of name Republican in the race so far. Uh, He's not someone who's going to raise a lot of money. He's not someone who's going to, I don't think, strike a chord with many voters. So unless some other big Republican gets in there, um, the Democrats are playing for two spots. It could easily be a Democrat on Democrat race in November 2024. And that's why you've got Porter and Schiff trying to outraise each other and Lee trying to get some traction and climb up in the polls, because at the moment, she's pretty far behind in the polling.
0: Governor Newsom pledged to appoint a black woman to fill Senator Feinstein's seat should she eventually resign or not be able to finish her term. Do you see any chance he would choose, Barbara Lee, if if it came to that?
1: No, I really don't. And the reason is, first of all, the last thing Newsom wants to do is have to, you know, he's hoping that Feinstein finishes his term, her term. He does not want to have to make good on that promise. Um, I don't think he would put his thumb on the scales by putting Lee in there, because then it would give her such power as one of three candidates who who suddenly would be the incumbent. I mean, that would hugely help her in terms of name recognition and on the ballot. So I don't think he would do that. So I think he's been looking for sort of a fill-in caretaker person, somebody to just finish it just in case, who wouldn't run again. The problem is, who is that? I mean, there aren't a whole lot of prominent black women in California to fill that spot. London Breed's not going to do it. Karen Bass isn't going to do it. She just became mayor of LA. Shirley Weber maybe. secretary of state, somebody like that. But a lot of the women he's been talking to just in case don't want to do it. Uh, If they get appointed, they want to run themselves. So uh, it's going to be a tough situation for him if it comes to that. He, of course, like many other people, hope it doesn't come to that. And that just one of these three wins the election outright. Thank you, Doug.
0: Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app